Welcome back to Drinks After Work with Abby and Shannon, where we give you that after work energy and talk about everything other than work, baby. Woo! Welcome whoa, whoa, whoa. back. Uh... I think my constant plugging our socials finally worked because we finally hit 2K on Insta. Yes. But if you're new here, follow us on Instagram. It's <laughs> at drinksafterwork underscore TikTok at drinksafterwork, no underscore. And if you're a Boston baddie, if you are a girl and you live in the Boston area and you're looking for new friends, you're looking for new restaurants and bars to try, join our private Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Link in bio or just search uh, drinks after work, Boston baddies on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, it's becoming so fun because there's like this whole community of people in the Boston area I now, know. like a community of girls. And whether you're on our Facebook page or you know just on Insta, or yeah. I mean, yeah, on Insta, um, we have people sliding into our DMs all the time asking us where to grab drinks, where to go, who to talk to, where all the cute boys are. Mm-hmm. We know the answers to some of those things. <laughs> Most of them. It's been a while since I've seen a cute boy out and about, but if I do see one, I'll send them you guys' way. (laughs) Um, But if you haven't already seen it, um, every single week we release something we call Sip and Dip. So if you're new here, um, that is where we go around to different bars and restaurants in the Boston area, try some of their drinks. Um, We vlog about it and tell you guys how our experience was. So look out for that, especially if you're new to the Boston area and are looking for somewhere to grab drinks. Yeah, last week we went to committee, so that will be coming out this week. So keep an eye out because it was a good time. It was so fun. (laughs) It was actually a a little bit too much fun. I think we had a little bit too much fun. (laughs) We ended up at um, one of our bosses, Kyle's apartment after... Mm-hmm. Um, he lives at where actually I don't I'm not gonna tell you where he lives it doesn't matter he lives in a nice <laughs> in an undisclosed location building in the seaport and um I'm like is it sketchy to say where someone lives that they live in like a building where there's like thousands of people right you know? and also there's security true. but like you know for the sake of you we don't know who's listening so true That's, you never know who's but we had there. ourselves a night so keep an eye out for that um and let us know where you guys want us to go to sip and dip. We'll we'll go to Lolita eventually, I promise. Yeah, when we can get a reservation in 8 to 10 business weeks. <laughs> Speaking of Lolita, it must be popping today because it is Cinco de freaking mayonnaise. Woo! I didn't <laughs> expect mayonnaise. I was like, Cinco de ma- mayonnaise. Okay, it makes sense. I got it. Yeah. I got it. No, Cinco, what is it? Cinco de mayo, mayo. I don't know how to pronounce it, so cinco de I mayo. went with mayonnaise. Mm, I like it. I like, I like the little improv you did there. It's cute. Mm. Um, honestly, I love Cinco de Mayo. So fun. Well, I freaking love Mexican food and tequila, so sign me up. I know. By the time this podcast comes out, I will be in Charlotte in North Carolina. So oh, I'll be I forgot you're leaving me. Yeah, I'll be celebrating Cinco down there. I'm actually going for work, so um, hopefully, hopefully. Would you look at that? Work trips, business trips are back, baby. Yeah, we're back. Back and better than ever. How long are you leaving me for? Just like two days. Okay, I'll be good. back. I'll be Thank back you. before you know it. Good, good, good. Okay, let's dive into drunk deeds. How can I always say dive? Like, why do we have to dive into drunk deeds? Why can't we just we talk could, like, about them? Skipping or frolicking. Yeah, or twirl. Or could, yeah. Let's twirl. Let's twirl this week. Let's, let's twirl. Let's twirl. Deeds. What do you have? I don't, I don't have anything. That's not even remotely true. (laughs) Okay. So um, a Los Angeles restaurant worker um, is rating celebrities based on how nice or rude they are, which I think is awesome because nothing makes me happier than seeing celebrities in their natural habitat. It's like you see them when they're on their have vlogs. Have you seen many? What? Have you seen many celebrities in their natural habitat? <laughs> well, you know I what I mean. <laughs> well, no, you know what I mean though. Like, or hearing about them in their natural habitat. 
Uh, like yeah. I feel like there's like the, the face you put onto the world and then there's who you actually are when you're hangry. Yeah, because like, everything on the internet is a lie. Right, exactly. So like you see the Do- David Dobrik apology video where he's crying, but it's like, well, what's he like in person? Like, is he tipping, you know, 10%? Mm, that is I, such a good question. Yeah. So I feel like you see people when you're in the restaurant industry too, like at their worst because they're hangry. Yeah. And they're like tense during up to dinner. Yeah. I don't know. They if always say if you're on a date, like notice how they treat the waiter because how they treat the waiter is how they're going to treat you true just like how a guy treats you is or how is how a guy treats his mom is how he's going to treat you yep yes mm-hmm. exactly Same goes for the Facts. waiter okay so basically this girl uh, was on tiktok because apparently that's where everything is created these days mm-hmm. um and she's a former restaurant uh worker her name is uh brooke schofield um, and she shared like three different videos about celebrities that she encountered at this really fancy Los Angeles restaurant. So she actually had more positive to say things to say than negative, which I kind of made me a little happy because I was expecting the yeah, worst. Thank God. So um, one of them was Kylie Jenner. She rated her twenty out of ten. Okay. <laughs> she said that she was um, a sweet little angel. Um, she was super nice. She looked perfect. Everything like that, which I was pleasantly surprised. Like she looked by. the same in person. Yes, she's really, really pretty. Um, Drake, also a 20 out of 10. She said that he tipped $5,000 on a $150 tab, um, which is, imagine. Say that again? He tipped $5,000 on a $150 tab. Are you sure it wasn't the opposite? No. That's why you got a 20 out of 10. Jesus. Right? I imagine being the waiter that night and you get $5,000. That's insane. You don't think she like did something for him in the back? <laughs> I don't think so. I Are think, you sure? No, I think that's just like maybe, I feel mm. like if I was that rich. Where does rich, she work? I know. I feel like <laughs> if I was that rich, I would totally like every now and then be like, you know what? Tonight's tonight. I'm just going to tip five grand. Why not? Yes. However, Tax the rich off. stay rich by being cheap. Yeah, but I don't think Drake is cheap. Yeah, Drake's not worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. Um, okay, Justin and Haley um, also get really high ratings, I guess. Really? Yeah, they appear to be me. very much in love, and mm-hmm. they're really, really pleasant and cute and sweet to her, she said. Hmm. So I've heard Haley can be kind of a bitch in person, and yeah. like kind of, like especially, like she can kind of get territorial and jealous of Justin and really public. yeah that's what I mean that's what oh I've my, heard yeah I didn't know that well I like love her so I feel like she can do no wrong in my eyes but that could be true you're love blind I would get territorial of Justin as well I'd be like who the hell do you think they are and she it's like he's like babe she's 12 she's fit <laughs> get her out of my state that <laughs> bitch yeah but Just if you me. were able to lock down Justin Bieber I don't really think you have anything to worry about you know, I especially know, if you look like Hailey Bieber. Honestly, I say that, but then like all these like wait, cheating so like, rumors so what come are you out saying about celebrities. About <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I think it's just like whenever there's like so much spotlight on yeah. one person or either person, like there's gonna be issues. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like they're just we talked but, about like, that. Who with do you think? Who do you think is more famous, Justin or Haley? Justin, really? Yes, by far. Think about like how many. Yes, by far more famous. That was actually one of like, the controversies of their marriage is everyone's like, he's not making her sign a prenup and he's worth like way he more didn't. money. I don't think so. That was like one of, I mean, wow. unless he did after the fact, but he's worth way more than her. He's way more famous. Like she's using him for clout, which like is kind of like messed up to say. It's like they're, they've Honestly, been married. I heard he kind of treats her like shit. So I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. 
But again, yeah, maybe we'll I'm never loveblind. Know. We'll never know. We'll never know. I'm a Justin and Haley stan, so what can I say? Because um, I believe in true love. <laughs> Anyways, um, Zach Efron. Um, so I guess he was... So because of the, this is actually probably my favorite story. So he was, I think, in the midst of the greatest showman. Um, so he had like a full blown lumberjack beard when he came in. And I, I guess told like, you he's not as cute anymore. We talked about Zac Efron last week. But I think he was like in character. Like he was like supposed oh. to look different. But okay, I get what you're saying. You don't think he's the same. <laughs> I just want Troy Bolton back. I understand. I know you want the 16 year old version. We totally get that. Oh, energy. come on. Don't put those words into my mouth. Abby's like, I just loved him when he was 16. <laughs> I'm going to Google how old he was when he was Troy Bolton because you're making me Sound feel creepy. uncomfortable. <laughs> Anyways, did he tip you, well you or did, not? Dave Port, no, I have a lot of comments. Well, or um, not. Okay, so. It wasn't about the tip. So I guess he came in, but because oh, okay. he was like in character, he had like a full, like huge beard. Uh-huh. One of her coworkers didn't recognize him. So she just like sat him at the Ugh. bar, like a peasant. And I guess he didn't mind at all. And he just like went happily to the bar. Was he by himself? Yeah. He just, I, I don't know. Like maybe he was with someone, but like, he just like, he was like, all right, cool. Went over to the bar, which I thought was so cute. Cause I could see so many actors, especially freaking Zac Efron be like, well, no, I'm Zac Efron. Like, right, they'd be like, no, give me I that want the table. best table. And the obviously best they view. would give it to him. They'd be like, yeah, oh my gosh, Zach, like you can have like my firstborn, like whatever you want. But <laughs> he- Maybe he went in disguise. I could see him like going in oh, with like a hat and cool. sunglasses. Yeah. yeah, and like try to be low key. I just like love when I hear stories about celebrities acting normal and they're like, yeah, I was at the bar. Like well, I'm just a human. Are. They're so normal. They just have a shit ton of money and like severe, severe ego issues. But True. other than that, they're normal. So normal. I feel like- if, if Zach Efron walked into my bar, though, I'd be like, honey, you can sit wherever you want. You can sit in my lap. You can sit on my lap. <laughs> okay. And then um, there was a bunch more um, that I didn't have time to get to. But um, Leo, she gave him a zero out of 10. <gasps> Leo Nardio DiCaprio? <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Is that who you're talking about? Don't disrespect Leo like that. <laughs> Come on. Are you talking about the wolf on Wall Street? I'm talking about the wolf of Wall Street. Um, she gave him a zero out of 10, but not for a reason that you may think. She said that she walked by his table 40 times in hopes that he would ask her to be his girlfriend, and he didn't, so that's why he got a zero. <laughs> I know. When I first saw it, I was like, Leo, is it nice? And then I read that, and I was like, oh, okay. I would do the same. Um, okay, but the really interesting thing, so there was a few people on there that didn't get good ratings, and um, one of them, like of them, was Addison's Ray's mom. Like, she wasn't nice. I guess she was, like, super rude. That doesn't surprise me. You know what's interesting, though, was all of the bigger-name celebrities were nicer. And some of the ones I didn't... because Addison Rae's mom is literally just that. Addison Rae's mom. She's a nobody. Yeah, but, like, why would she be the bitchy one? Because she, like, has this new... Like, she's literally living vicariously through her daughter trying to pick up as much clout as she can while Um, she's still relevant. So she's, like, not actually... She, I wouldn't call her a celebrity. So she probably has this wicked big ego and thinks that she can like demand everything and like get whatever they like, whatever she wants. When in reality, like she needs a reality check. I was also thinking about it and, and to be canceled. True. But well, I was also thinking about it and I was like, you know what is interesting is I almost wonder if like fame is one of those things that like you have to kind of mature in. You like know what I mean? slowly. Well, think like, about like we in. all hated Justin Bieber like 10 years ago when he first became famous and he was an asshole. But now it's yeah. like, oh, everyone's like, oh my gosh, Justin, he's like the best person ever. Like, he's so cute. He had a whole like 180 of his life and now he's all great. I feel like so many celebrities go through that. And I'm, again, I'm not calling Addison Rae's mom a celebrity, but 
I thought it was interesting how the people I didn't really recognize as much were mm-hmm. the ones that like got a lower rating, but the like Kylie Jenner's of the world did really well. Mm. Maybe one day we'll be in their shoes and and we'll see. <laughs> I don't. I feel right like now, if I was like Ariana Grande, I'd walk in. I'd be like, "Do you know who the hell I am?" <gasps> Just kidding. I would never do that. Oh my God, no, <laughs> I don't think I ever would. Okay. Okay. I have a junk to eat. You do mm-hmm. about whom? Mm. 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 So. <laughs> Dave Portnoy has a girlfriend. Shocker. I mean, no, shocker that you're talking about Dave Portnoy, not that he has a girlfriend. <laughs> that's it. That's the news. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all you came he up with. He has a girlfriend. He's off the market. I want to talk about it. Wait, they're official? No. Okay. So. A fish? Mm-hmm. Instagram a fish. Um, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, so I've known about Savannah. 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 I know. Because some- you randomly pull up her Instagram and you're like, what do you think? And I'm like, I mean, she's really pretty. You're like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like a Colombian model, whatever. She, well, so she's like our age or whatever. I couldn't really confirm an exact age. I could guess. But she's like just like this social media marketing assistant for this clothing company in Miami. And she's an absolute smoke show. So props to Portnoy. <laughs> Um, but you know, I've known about her for a couple months and I was like, whatever, it's just another girl that he's, you know, banging, whatever. She's irrelevant. It's just one of the many, but this past weekend was the Kentucky Derby. And for those of you that know anything about the Kentucky Derby, I feel like it's a very elite, like event. Yeah. What do you know about the Kentucky? I know absolutely nothing. (laughs) All I know is that it has to do with horses and there is lots of betting, but I think the Kentucky Derby Derby is one of those things where it's like on everyone's bucket list. Like, yeah, I would love mine. Yeah. It's on my, I would, I do. I really care about horses. No, I but don't like, like when they like whip them. I think it's mean. I almost started crying during the Kentucky Derby. And everyone was like, yeah. shut up this past weekend. Yeah, literally. So um, I just think it's on everyone's bucket list. And he goes every single year and he brings his best friend, Elio. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Whatever. He brings uh. his best friend, Elio, every single year. But this year he brought her Silvana. too. Wow. And... That's like a big deal. Like, I don't think like, so like I was like, okay, I saw her a couple weeks ago at the Good Time Hotel. Like they- She's from Miami. Yeah, they took a picture together at the grand opening at Dave Gartman's new hotel in Miami. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, okay. Like they took a picture together. Like, and they both like posted it. Like, all right, cool. Like they must be a little bit more serious than I thought. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then I found out that he brought her to the Kentucky Derby and I was like, Oh my God, this is very serious. And then after the weekend, so I started following her when she had like 10,000 followers. Okay. The second I found out that she existed, I was like, follow. <laughs> um, <laughs> since this weekend, she gained 15,000 followers. Oh. She now has like 25,000. Like, wow. That imagine like being that girl and all of a sudden it's like, you're like an average 10 care mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like, I feel like that, that would give me anxiety. Like having that many follower requests, you know? Well, she's public, so she didn't have to manually accept them I know, all, but, but I feel like even seeing them, I'd be like, I get anxiety when I see like a decent amount of people follow me. Yeah. No, I know. Every time we post a TikTok, I'm like, <laughs> like, all right. But so people are saying like they've been talking since like March, but I did some digging and that's just not true. <laughs> um, Abby, if you ever want to change in careers, I feel like I could see you being like a PI. 
a private investigator. Yes. Honestly, yeah. You honestly, like, the some of the stuff that you figure out, even about me, like, I'll, like, send you a picture of myself, like, in bed, like, making a silly face, and you're like, or the, no, the other day, I was going home to visit my mom, Mm-hmm. And I told you I was like taking the train and I like, took a selfie and sent it to you. And you were like, oh my gosh, you're on the bus. You're on public transportation, like blah, 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 blah. You're... And I was like, how the hell did you know that? Like, you just like figure shit out. I'm like, okay. I'm just very observant. However, it really was not that hard. Homegirl has a whole Nantucket like highlight reel on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if anyone knows, he has a house in Nantucket that he shares with his wife, Didn't Renee. But she posted 42 weeks ago. Do the math. I'm not, I'm no mathematician. Remember but when I'm you pretty, asked me and I said it was three months? And you were like, <laughs> times two. Like it's like roughly I, I like know, this I don't know. I, I was just like, <laughs> I think I, I was just throwing you out a random I, like number just to get you to stop. I, I was, knew. Hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. I knew you weren't right, but like. <laughs> I still didn't know the answer. So I was like, no, it was definitely this past summer. She literally posted this past summer, like this past July mm-hmm. at his Nantucket house. I know that Nantucket is. I know that backyard. I know that pool. She was there. They've been talking for a lot longer than people realize. But I okay. do think that they've been just more serious. Like he even talked about her on one of his shows, the Dave Portner show, that podcast. He talked about her mm-hmm. on that, which is just like, I mean. So what do you like? What do you think? if it can't be me i'm glad it's her (laughs) however i have one question and did he pay for her boobs Mm. i need to know well how long ago did she get them so how do you not know the answer i mean i feel like you you know everything else about this poor girl well (laughs) i did i did go through every single one of her pictures to try to like find out when exactly you do do that too like i look back and i'm like when was the moment that when a girl in my town got a boob job i was like wait when did these appear (laughs) like let me scroll back real quick no i I couldn't pinpoint the exact month that she got them but like they are relatively new like she hasn't always had the perfect set of boobs Mm. but i just want to know if he paid for them why i'm sure he i don't know is that like a make or break for you? Like if he did, you're like, all right, that's it. Like they're serious. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, like obviously he has more money to blow than like God knows. But I mean, to buy someone a, like a boob job, like, I don't know. Yeah. I honestly, I don't know. I always think that he's one of those people that's going to be like a lifelong bachelor and that's kind of it. You know what I mean? Honestly, I'm hoping that when the time comes for him to settle down, I do think he'll get back with Renee. Me too. I do. I think that's why they haven't gotten a divorce. Yeah, well, who knows? Like, why else wouldn't they? Like, it doesn't make sense not to get divorced. Yeah. But speaking of people that haven't even gotten to get to one divorce yet, so this past weekend, um, we were sitting down, or I actually went to this, like, kind of quasi-college reunion. It was one I'm of, sorry, quasi? quasi? It was like a college what reunion. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're using fancy words and I can't keep I up. just like was at a friend from college's birthday. Okay. And a bunch of us from college were there. But it and wasn't it was like it was supposed to be a reunion. We were just oh. all together. I don't that's know. Is that, I feel like that's quasi. I don't know what that I means. I don't either, but it felt okay. right. Say, it felt right coming out of my mouth. Why is that not okay to say? I don't know. I just felt dumb for not knowing what you meant. No, I but. feel dumb now. Um, but I always feel Anyways. dumb. <laughs> This is my Do you want to talk about it? You want to drink about it? It's my constant state. Stupid. <laughs> Shannon's stupid Katenji. Shannon's stupid Katenji. Um, anyways, mm. so I feel like every single one of our guy friends, for the most part, are single. Like, so many of them are single. 
Oh yeah. Like all. And whenever my parents were like, when are you getting married? I'm like, you don't understand. Like all of my friends are single. Like it's like we're the only ones in relationship. Get married. You're gonna be the first in the friend group. I don't know. Maybe Um, unless it's one of those like quick. Boom, boom, boom. Everyone gets married. Yeah. Imagine, imagine I get married before you. You probably will. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, I feel like they're all single, but they're always, so like they're sitting there and they're always bitching about, they're like, we want to find a girlfriend. Why don't we have a girlfriend? Like freaking out about it. But what I've noticed is that they're always talking to girls. Always. Like they're always, like I'm with them. And I mean, the, the, the two worst, let's call them. The, the ones that we always reference and we actually wanted them to come on the show tonight but and they said they no. were like we don't want to blow our cover like every girl in boston is going to think we're assholes blah, blah blah but let's call them yeah let's just save them the heartbreak <laughs> and just put it out there let's call them mac and chad, chad. mac and chad mac and Chad. couple of classic um you know southie boys who are always talking to girls they're always texting them they're always on like hinge bumble whatever like going on dates and stuff but they've like never secured a girlfriend and it's weird see i would love to i would love to be on a fly on a wall in those texting conversations yeah or like on their dates like is it them or is it the girl well that's the weird thing because it's not like it's not like they're like oh i don't want a relationship like they definitely do but they really you think i mean maybe they're just saying that maybe they actually don't want one i don't know or maybe like they think they do but deep down they don't but they always say they're like oh yeah like i want a girlfriend ha 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 and they're like they're normal like they have good jobs like i feel like they live in southie they do fun things they go on vacation like they're like i feel like dateable guys like they're not yeah absolutely they don't have like a third nipple or something you know what i mean (laughs) that we know about that we know about yeah no i agree (laughs) would you date a guy with a third nipple I mean, there's so many fish in the sea. Like, why know. not? Why not choose one that doesn't have? Yeah, you know, just keep that moving. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, chances are you're gonna find someone else that doesn't have. Right. A, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not like opposed. Okay. I don't know. I'd Think have about to, it. Let me have know. To check off every box. We'll we'll put a poll up and let like ask you guys if you would date a guy with a third nipple or a girl with a third and nipple, and we'll we'll report back. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, honestly, they're, they're always like talking about this. And then we also feel like on the flip side, there's so many girls that are, that we're friends with who are beautiful. They have good jobs. They're, they're fun, hardworking. Like, and you're like, why are you single? Yes. And they're constantly talking about like, oh, like this guy goes to me or this guy stopped talking to me. And it's like, well, where the hell is a disconnect? Cause there's all these great guys, all these great girls. And apparently they don't seem to meet each other. And they're always complaining about how like they can't meet anyone in the city. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we figured we were like, let's let's sit down with our guy friends and like ask them like what yeah the we can get them on the show but we had to do some uh recon yeah we had to <laughs> we had to dig their brains a little bit so that we had something for the boston baddies to you know ponder and simmer and do with it what you will exactly um so basically if you're listening to this and you're talking to a guy that won't commit to you won't bring you home to meet the family um won't take the next step and ask you to be exclusive, but you guys have been seeing each other for a while. Um, maybe you're making one of these mistakes. So mm-hmm. what do you think were like the biggest ones we talked about? Um, I think being too clingy. Yes. Is huge. Yes. Is guys huge. hate clingy. Yeah. So our guy friends that we sat down with and we were asking them these questions, clingy came up like almost number one. And then in the, we asked you guys like on Instagram, Mm -hmm. we took like a poll and some of these answers are from that. A lot of guys on there said too clingy as well. 
Yeah. I feel like that's huge. It's, it's interesting because I feel like it's definitely situational. I think it depends on the guy because right. I remember when Mr. Man and I first started talking, it might've been like the like third time that him and I hung out alone and I was, and I warned him, I was like, Hey, like, I just want to warn you, like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of clingy. <laughs> you are kind of clingy. I in, like, am. an endearing way. Yeah. But here's the thing. You but guys were friends cl- yeah, first. You were friends for, like, six months before that. So he a gets to know more, you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Versus, yeah. like, imagine you just met him and, boom, you're, like, clingy. Like, that right. might be a turn off. Yeah. And I think, like, there's levels to being clingy. Yeah. I mean, I don't but, like guys who are clingy. Like, I think right. it's annoying as hell. I'm not, like, the type of clingy where, like, I'm constantly blowing up your phone, like, wanting to know where you are. I'm just, like physically clingy if that makes sense. right like quality time yeah right okay i get that um okay another one they said was like the girl changed so <laughs> i think we did all... they or did they just stop pretending yeah that's the thing they're like you know? oh the girl changed and i'm like no 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 she didn't change she was like that the whole time and right. we can all we've all been there where you you know you meet a guy and you come off like so cool you're like yeah I love the Bruins and yeah. I'm so chill and like, oh yeah, I'm totally fine hanging with your, you know, kicking it with your friends. It's kicking it. It's still a thing. <laughs> but then like you get, like you go on like a few dates with her, you're seeing each other for a few months and all of a sudden she's not that cool anymore. And she starts acting like a crazy person. And it's like, no, she was always crazy. See, the key is to be crazy from day one. Yeah. So they know what they're getting themselves into. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, okay. The next was, not on the same vibe so basically what he was saying was like i'm relatively like a pretty chill like cheerful person he's like if i'm dating someone that is like kind of just like a downer and Mm. negative like he's like i just cannot do that eventually i'll reach my breaking point i think there's like a fine line between that because to a degree opposites do attract Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like if this person is just a Debbie Downer, like no one wants to be around a Debbie Downer. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I would consider myself more of a pessimistic person, whereas like Mr. Man isn't. I feel like he's way more optimistic than I am. And like anytime like I'm like venting him about something going on in my life, he's like, no, it's fine. Everything's gonna be fine, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I like generally believe that he means that. But like to me, I'm like, no, the world is ending. Like, da, 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 da. Everything is like the end of the world. It's like a little dramatic. Yeah, yeah, I'm dramatic. But Mm. I think like if you're just not on the same vibe, like literally, I I think like vibrations like are legit real. Mm-hmm. Like I think if you are on different wavelengths, like it's just not gonna work That's out. That's so true. Like there's some people you just vibe with. Mm-hmm. Like there's been guys I've been on dates with where they were attractive, charming. Yeah, like on paper, they're good. Yes, like everything, like good job, a no good chemistry. family, you know, well read, well traveled. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, no chemistry. chemistry. And I'm like, there's what nothing the? In common. And like, well, there should be though. And I'm like, wait a you second. You want there to be, but yes. don't force it. You well, that's why I it. hate dating apps because you don't know. Like, you could literally match with someone and you could be like, stay up till 3 a.m. talking to them, thinking like, oh my gosh, we have everything in common. Like, this is it. You can meet them in person and there could be nothing there. And then yeah. you sit through the rest of the day being like, what? Like, when can I get out of this situation? Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, I know one thing that is like a huge, huge, huge turnoff for guys is like uh, dating a girl that's insecure, yeah, and or jealous. Mm-hmm. If you're both, you're fucked, and you need to like honestly, if you are the insecure, jealous type, you need to take a break from dating and work on yourself and figure out why, right? And figure out why and like get to the root of the problem because you're never not going to be insecure or jealous. Like it's not like 
Prince Charming is going to walk into your life and all of your insecurities and jealousy is going to go out the door. Like it's something you have to actively work on. Mm -hmm. Also, like if you're a jealous person, you could be dating the most stable person in the world, but like you will find something to be jealous about or insecure Mm -hmm. about. Like it's not like you're like, oh, well, I just have to date someone that like doesn't go to, you know, parties with hot girls, but it's like, no, no, no. Like he's going to do something eventually that's going to make you jealous. And like, I think a little bit of jealousy in a relationship is okay. Mm -hmm. Like I think everyone deep down is a tiny, tiny, tiny bit insecure and a tiny, tiny bit jealous. Right. But when it starts to, you know, reflect too often in a relationship, that's when guys are like, nah, I'm out. Well, we're also not even talking about relationships right now. We're talking about when you're dating, right? So I also think like being jealous, like have I ever been jealous in my relationship? Like obviously, you know what I mean? There's been times that I've been like drunk with jealousy, but Michael and I have been together for years. So like that's normal. But I think that like, like if this is wondering like, okay, like why aren't I getting progressed to the next stage? Like why am I dating this guy? And like, he's not willing to like make, things exclusive with me yeah I think it's like if it's been only a few months and you're already acting jealous and insecure and by the way even if you think you're hiding it you're not like guys can pick up on vibes yep so little things like it's fine or like, have are you fun. making an effort with his girlfriends like right. is he introducing you to his friends that are girls and you know you have like a, a little puss on your face like me like he's gonna notice that he's gonna take a mental note and he's gonna be like all right if I can't take like if I can't bring her around my girlfriends then I'm not gonna bring her around my family I'm not gonna bring her around my family what is she gonna so get mad true. at my cousin so true you know what's she getting what's she gonna get mad at my sister that is actually huge that's like one of the main things that they were talking about um they were like if i bring the girl around like my roommates or like someone like super random and they're already acting weird in my mind and like instantly like okay i can't bring this girl around anyone else so if you are talking to a guy and like you've maybe made a bad impression on someone like super early on and that now you're realizing that he's not inviting you around his friends or his family or his girlfriends and you're like, well, what the it's hell? It's something you did. It's probably something you did early on. And and if, honestly, if you mess up once, okay, like it's not the end of the world, but you have to make up for it the next time if there is a next time. Like if you're lucky enough to get a next time, you better freaking turn on a happy face yeah. and suck it up and be the nicest, happiest girl in the room because I know from experience that they won't put up with that. Right, exactly. And also like, I think- even if the guy isn't like ready for a relationship or isn't ready for commitment or there's other issues with the relationship, if you can show up to a meeting with his friends and you can be like so fun, so cool, like excited to be there and like people like you, he's likely gonna invite you around again. Like there's a really, really high chance because even if like he's not ready for commitment, like there's still probably a part of him that's like, okay, this girl is chill and cool and like fun to hang out with. Like I'm gonna invite her around again, so. Right. And the difference between guys and girls, this is a huge one. And we kind of talked about it um, on a previous episode, but when a girl doesn't, okay. So like, for instance, let's say you were dating someone and you introduced me to him and I didn't like him. You're still going to date him no matter what. Mm -hmm. However, if a guy introduces a girl to his friends and the friends don't like you. Oh, you're done. You're done because those friends will not let that guy continue on like they will bully him until like no other and he will stop talking to you because of the feedback from his friends Mm -hmm. it's hoes before or bros before hoes for a reason yeah it's not as much as as much as girls try to do like the whole like oh hoes before bros like it's it's not unfortunately like i've always had to accept the fact that like michael will put his friends first (laughs) that's always how it's been like when we first met he was like just so you know i'm a guy's guy 
I rolled Honestly, the boys. until like you're married to someone, I kind of agree. agree because at the end of the day, like you don't know if someone's going to break up with you one day, like, and if they do and you have no friends left because you put your bro before your bro before your hoe. If you put your hoes last and you put your dude before them, mm-hmm. and if he breaks up with you and you have no one, that's on you. Yeah. So until you get that ring... Yeah, girls first, tread, or friends first. Tread lightly, Which yeah. we talked about a few episodes ago. If you haven't listened yeah. to it already, go listen to it. But yeah, no, I 100% agree. And I also think it just goes back to the fact that girls, like when, when you get into a relationship with a guy, um, and I might be making huge gender like stigmatisms right now, but I don't really give a shit. Um, I feel like as a girl, it's more normal to feel like... Um, like, okay, like I love this person and they are now my whole world. And you get like a sense of like being from them like they give you like a feeling of like who you are if that makes sense versus mm-hmm. I feel like guys I don't really hear about them doing that as much like I feel like a guy doesn't start dating a girl and think like okay like she like I get my um identity like from her from being yeah. her boyfriend but I feel like I know a lot of girls who start dating a guy and they feel like they almost like get their identity from their boyfriend so I feel like that's part of it you know what I mean yeah no you're so I feel right. like guys do that maybe later on like in marriage or something but I feel like in the beginning it's like his world and she's just kind of living in it yeah what is this saying it's like girls fall faster but guys fall harder, harder. exactly like it takes a while for guys to fall but once they fall they fall hard but girls will fall way much faster exactly um okay another thing that they were saying was <laughs> just like a classic was not wifey material like if you're not wifey material honestly that's so fair because if you don't see a future with someone if you don't honestly like and I think like there comes a point in your life where it's like all right we're in like our mid to late 20s now if you're dating someone and you don't see them as marriage material if like you can't honestly say like I want this person to be my husband I want this person to be the father of my children (laughs) No, I know it sounds crazy, but no, it's no, so I true. Know, I, know. Because I, was like, just, I was just thinking about like dating a guy for a few weeks and thinking like, I want this guy to be the, the father of my children. No. Well, no, I, I, know what, no. I know what you mean though. I know Obviously, what you mean. Obviously you have to like get to know someone and date them right. first. But like, honestly, like if you're like a year into a relationship and you don't see a future with them, then you have to, as much as they make you happy, like you have to call it quits. Because if you don't see a long-term future with them, then what are you doing? Exactly. You're literally just wasting time. Exactly. No, Because we're not getting any younger. We are not getting any younger, even though like I definitely try every single day <laughs> to look younger. Um, but no, I 100% agree with you. I think like... I don't know with this one it's tough because it's kind of I don't know I think that I could see two sides to it because it's also what type of vibes is the guy putting out because if he is just like talking to this girl and like always like reaches out to her like to go drinking and to hook up and like go out with her guy friends and then he's like oh well she's not wifey material it's like well you're not really putting her in wifey environments right like have you gotten to know her have you taken her on a date have you like tried to have a real conversation with her but I also do agree with the with the point of like I think our society kind of stresses girls to be like it's like this whole thing where it's like be like you're like you're a badass bitch like take shit from no man like whatever and I feel like that might work to an extent but then I also do think that like deep down from like a like deep 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 level like where the it is in your brain or whatever mm-hmm. like guys still look for a girl that shows like motherly traits and like caring yeah, traits absolutely. and like empathetic traits like that's things that matter to them when when they're looking for a girlfriend so if you're not interested in dating someone that might not matter but 
if you're kind of giving off like the vibes of like, yeah, I don't care about being in a relationship and like, I'll do what I want, like whatever, like a guy might talk to you and think you're really fun, but they're probably not going to pursue you as a girlfriend. Yeah. Wait, that's literally so true because I feel like I, in the past would make the mistake of like having too much of a tough exterior mm-hmm. and like, I wouldn't, cause I'd be like, no, like guys are trash. Like I'm not going to like let them break down my walls. Like I'm not going to show like the really like caring like side of myself, but it's like, you're almost doing yourself a disservice by mm-hmm. not. Right. Because then they're going to be like, all right, well, she's just like, she's not the bitch, type of girl that you not, marry. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. What's interesting is it works for guys. Like if a guy comes off as really tough and you need to break down those walls as a girl, so we're like, Oh fair. my gosh, like I want to break down those walls and I want to find the like sensitive side yeah, of him. Guys are like, I'm not but, breaking down shit. I'm going to go knock yeah, on the next door. Bye. Exactly. Like, <laughs> all right, well this, this girl was fun, but she's someone else's problem. So I'm going to go, Literally. I'm going to go find someone else. <laughs> um, I think another thing that guys pick up on too is they can like sense if you want them too much and if you're like obsessed so true (laughs) even if even if you're like not even doing anything that crazy I feel like they just know they do they know and it makes them like not want to like do whatever it is yeah Yeah. they're almost like oh I know she wants me a lot so I'm just gonna like back away (laughs) I think they do it on purpose I do too I think I would messing honestly I would love to be in in a guy's brain for just one day just for a day I feel like it's always the guys that like I was talking to and was like Googling them on the internet and like, what does it mean when he like says my name with a weird like slur at the end, like looking for these weird signs. Like it never worked out with those people because I think I always like, I was like obsessing over them. And even if I wasn't being crazy, like via text or like I wasn't being clingy in terms of like, oh my gosh, like want to hang out later. I want to do this, want to do that. Even if I wasn't doing those things, I think that, it's just like a weird vibe. Like they could just like tell. I think it's because guys are just so simple. Mm -hmm. Like they're like, guys are like, okay, two plus two equals four. Right. And girls are like, okay, but one plus two minus one plus two equals four. Right. Like they have to make everything so much more complicated than it is. And then guys are just like, nah, like this girl's a little bit clingy. She's a little bit too obsessed with me. This is kind of boring. There's no chase. I'm just going to move on. Mm-hmm. No, I, but I girls are like, oh, he he's not showing me enough attention. Well, let me just like act this way so that he wants me more. Like, let me try to like win his approval, like win his love. And ultimately it doesn't work. Right. You just drive them away. Because I also feel like when we try to win a guy's love, like, because we're like, okay, like this is it. Like he's the full package. He's everything I want. You might actually even like, I feel like half the time we don't even like the boy. No. Like, I feel like whenever this shit has happened to me in the past where I've like obsessed over a guy, I didn't even actually like him. I just was obsessed with the idea of him. Yeah. So you're almost like so obsessed with the idea of someone and you're like, it's going to work out between us. And I feel like it's just so fake because you're like chasing something that's not real. And you're probably also acting not like yourself because you're just trying to live up to this like image of like what you think like he wants and it's just not gonna work out like there's gonna come a point when it's like either there's nothing really there between you that's substantial or he's gonna realize you're being fake as hell like something is not gonna work out yeah I think it took me a long time to realize that it shouldn't be so complicated and if he wanted to he would if you want to then just do it the right guys will stick around and they'll like you for who you are and the wrong guys you know they'll weed them like let the trash take themselves out you know true it doesn't need to be so difficult like i 
I think like there comes a point where you realize that the games are not getting you anywhere in life and you just stop playing them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think girls are like, oh, like, should I text them first? Like, right. Should I do this? Should I do that? And I'm like, well, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Well, you know? I also think like it sounds so cheesy, but like, like you just said, everyone's always like be yourself well you really should because if you're not being yourself like eventually it's like what are you planning on marrying someone that like you're not being yourself around like that's freaking exhausting like have you ever been tried to be friends with like a group of girls that you just did not fit in with like they just were not your group of girls like maybe they were into different things or they had like different like i don't even know like they were just like not your type of people yeah you always feel like you're like exhausted, like trying to fit in and trying to be cool and trying to be like part of something. But it's like, maybe they're just not your people. And like, that's okay. And maybe he's not the one for you and that's okay. And it's like, if you're just yourself, like you're gonna have guys reject you and like, that's gonna hurt. But ultimately, if you're just like putting yourself out there and you're literally being like exactly who you are, you're gonna meet someone that likes who you are, which again, sounds so cheesy, but I feel like that's true. No, it is. And it's so hard to like, I know like people listening, like especially ones that are maybe single and like bitter about it. They're like, meh, meh, meh. but it's, and it's so much easier said than done. But once you find someone that actually likes you for who you are and you realize that it's actually so easy, you'll be like, oh, so this is what has been different the whole time. This is what I've been missing the whole time. Right. Exactly. Um, no, and I think like the the last one that like which was kind of like a big one is pressuring the guy, mm, yeah. Like pressuring him to date, pressuring him to um you know meet your family, or pressuring him to take you home to to meet like just like making him feel like okay, well when are we gonna take the next step? When are you gonna meet your girlfriend? And I feel like like we just said when you do that, I feel like it makes a guy kind of want to do those things less. I hundred percent agree. But like literally I remember waiting to go from being exclusive to like girlfriend and like sometimes guys are stupid and they don't realize that like, no, you have to ask me to be your girlfriend. I feel like that's a gray area. I don't know if, I don't know if the ask is a thing. Do you think it is? You, you, is, is the ask important to you? Um... I mean, like, I don't need, like, a grand gesture, like, oh, like, will you be you my just girlfriend? But, like, if you don't, like, actually, like, D- what is it, DTR, define the relationship, like, because <laughs> you could, like, think that you're exclusive with someone um, or, like, even dating or whatever. But I feel like so many people have different ideas and beliefs onto, like, what is exclusive. Right. So if you don't actually have that conversation, like, you could think you're exclusive with someone. You could be like, oh, like, I hang out with this person all the time. Like, they don't even have time to, like, date someone else, see someone else, sleep with someone else. But unless you, like, have that conversation, like... They I might, just they might be they might be and I know and I know so many girls that that that, that it's happened to mm-hmm. and it's like like they find out that the guy that they've been sleeping with is sleeping with other people and like they're like well what do you mean like we're not official we're not exclusive like right. the guy thinks like because they didn't DTR like that it's okay so true but then it's like such a fine line because you don't want to be the girl that's hounding him right but then you also don't want to be so chill to the point where it's like, well, is he seeing other girls? Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that's so tough. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're right. It's, there's a gray area, a gray area and a very, very, very fine line. But I do know that men don't do well under pressure. No. And you forcing them to do something will just make them run. Yeah. No, I agree. So, like, what do you think? 
Okay, so even like going way, way, way back. So like right, what we're talking right now about like a few months in, but like go back to the very beginning. What do you think about girls making the first move? Like um, whether like in person, like you're at a bar, like do you think guys like it when girls make the first move? Because I know that's like a highly debated topic right now. Like girls making the yeah. first move. Well, right now in COVID, no one's making the first move. No one's making any move. Everyone's like, um, are you afraid of COVID or not? Um, but <laughs> I think before COVID, I think like every every girl like wishes that they could be the girl that like goes up to the hot guy in the bar and is like, hey, like, honestly, I don't even know what the hell I would say. Like, I don't know where I was going with that. Cause, hey, I've never been that girl. Never will be that girl. I've never made the first move. So I honestly don't. I don't know, but I I feel like I feel like some guys would love it and some guys would hate it. Yeah. So interesting because I was actually asking my guy friends about this because I feel like I listen to so many podcasts these days that are all about like female positivity and you know whatever. Empowerment. All, all that, that um all that junk. Good junk, but junk. And <laughs> they're always like, You should take you should make the first movie, you should put yourself out there. Guys love it, guys are all about it. But I asked my guy friends, it was actually very, very mixed. So this is interesting and they, they had a totally different perspective that I didn't even think about. So some of my guy friends were like, yes, um, you know, I think if a girl makes the first move, it can be hot and I can be all about it. But they were also like, you know what? It depends on the situation. It depends on the girl. So I guess um, if you go up to a guy like in a bar and you're very forward and you're like, you know, my name is Svetlana. I'm 25. I <laughs> What? Silvana. No, my my alter ego is Svetlana. I know. I'm just still better. <laughs> still better. Um, you're like, I'm 25. And you're like, I, you know, here's my number or whatever. You do like something to come on to him. Um, they said they were like, I would probably go out with a girl. I would probably like, you know, maybe text her and stuff. But I would probably not date her. Hmm. Which I was interested by. And I was like, why not? Like, why wouldn't you like a girl that could put herself out there? And they were like, well, a few things. So first off, they're like, I would probably assume that she's slutty. Because, which I don't think is really fair. Because what no. if it was like a one-time thing? But whatever. That's what they, that was honestly what, what they said. They were like, I would assume that like she maybe does this all the time. Um, uh. Which like, honestly, if you put that into like... If you reverse the roles, that's really shitty. Because yeah, if a guy what? comes up to you in a, at a bar and like- He's definitely done it a dozen done, million like, Obviously times. he's done this before. Like that doesn't make- But when a girl does it like, like oh, it makes her twice, slutty. Okay, I'm actually it. mad about that. Yeah, no, that get was, fucked. That's why you're single. You know what? <laughs> Freaking Chad and Mac. <laughs> you guys are assholes. But you we love you. But we love you. This is why they didn't come on the podcast. Because yeah, they knew we would have just roasted them. them the whole time. But anyways, if you like, we're spitting like just honesty here and- impartially so they were like i would assume the girl is probably slutty and they were like i'd probably you know go out with her but i wouldn't make her girlfriend material um the the other one which i thought was like also kind of mean was they were like <laughs> they were like i might think there's like something wrong with her so like i think this was Coming chad in. chad said this so he was like if a girl comes up to me at a bar he's like first off i feel like the hottest girls aren't the ones that approach you which i don't know if that's true or not but he was like i feel like the tens aren't the ones approaching you because the tens don't need to so he was like i feel like it's the like twos and threes that are like gonna come up to a girl which i, I would argue that because i as much as guys can take rejection way better than a girl I highly, highly, highly doubt most men have the balls to walk up to a 10. That's I feel like true. you have to be a seven or below 
for a guy to walk up to or also I because are you intimidated but I also feel like the tens are the ones with the confidence like I feel like if you know you're like a hard 10 but you have like like a fresh pair of fake tits you're like yeah I'm gonna walk over the hell I want to walk up to you know what I mean but I think I don't even think it was about necessarily attractiveness I think and this actually kind of made sense the way he described it so have you ever had a guy that's like it could be in like middle school or whatever in your life that was just like obsessed with you. Like you, he, you get your number and he's texting you all the time. It's like paragraphs. You're not really answering. You send like back a text or two and he's just like texting, texting, texting. He's like, I want to hang out with you again. And he, like, he just won't stop. And like, he could be a, um, you know, he'd be, he could be working for Goldman and Sachs. He could be six two. He could, you know, have a trust fund and a yacht, but like in your head, you're like, there has to be something wrong with him. Cause like, why is he so obsessed with me? I don't know. That that's what happens to me. Like I feel like it makes a guy like less attractive um because it's like a weird maybe it's like a personal issue, but I feel like if a guy like wants me that much or that early on and I'm almost like can you like not get anyone else? Like are like why are you so obsessed with me? Like that's weird as hell. And if a guy's like if a guy isn't as interested in me, I'm kind of like, ooh, like there's well, someone. Yeah, you want the chase. But but I think there's a difference between like having confidence to go up to someone in a bar and then like once you do and you get her number and you go home like is she constantly blowing you up are you constantly blowing her phone up I don't know I think I think he was just saying though he was like I feel like if a girl is like going up to me it's like is she not getting guys like approach her so she needs to go approach a guy which I think is completely wrong by the way I do think that a girl might just be like I'm interested in that guy I'm confident I'm gonna go up to him which I think is pretty hot but I guess that was just kind of his take and then the last one was like um they said I feel like guys just like to chase. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know that I can, you know, meet a girl. Like, I went up, I pursued her, I texted her, I took her out on a date, I, you know, I chased her it's down, like I a, lassoed her, I like hunted her down. <laughs> Sounded like kind of aggressive. A, <laughs> it's a feeling of accomplishment. Like, they yes. want to be able to be like, check. Like, men want to conquer. You know what yes. I mean? And that's but why, if like, you do the work for them, they're like, oh. what's left to conquer? Right. Even like, in a you know relationship for a while like a, a man wants to feel like there's like something that they have to like earn and work for right. and that's why like as toxic as it is like when you're talking to a guy like the best thing you can do is just like disappear for a weekend mm-hmm. and just kind of leave him with some breadcrumbs like like maybe text him at like 2 a.m and be like text him at 2 a.m and be like you know back safe xo and like that's it for the weekend and he's just like where is she who is she with and you're and you're not posting a ton of like instagram or snapchats you're just like nothing it's like did she ever really exist make him wonder like that's the best thing you can do because a guy wants to chase Mm -hmm. so if you're just always out there then it sounds like there's no way to win i know you're damned if you do damned if you don't i do think though because i was asking them i was like okay was there any way that a girl can make the first move and they said they were like i would be interested in a girl who like organically like you know gave me her number in a way that was like not too 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 forward if that makes sense they were like if we were like at a table at the bar and like i think this works if you're like in a group setting but if there's like a table of girls or a table of guys if you like send shots over to the guys or something like that could be like a fun way to like start the conversation that's not like so forward of like hello like here's my number but it's, it like mm-hmm. does get their attention. It can get a conversation going. I wish I had experience with this <laughs> so that I could help you guys. But I just, I am so socially awkward and I have resting bitch face. Hardly get approached. 
like it that way. I hardly get approached. <laughs> and I don't want it to change. <laughs> and I like it that way. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that it's just, it is tough because you're right. It's like damned if you didn't and damned if you don't. But I also think it's about like the first um, interaction because we were talking about this too. Like that was about in person. Mm -hmm. But what about like texting? You know what I mean? Like, is it okay if girls initiate or sense of I think at the beginning, and this is like going to be so like cliche, but I think in the beginning, no. Because I personally, if I... If I were single and if I was texting a guy, like we were texting or whatever, and I wasn't sure about how he felt about me, I certainly would not be texting first mm. because I would be wanting to see how interested is he in me. Right. Like if he wants to, he will. I truly, 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 as cliche as it sounds and like whatever, I truly believe if a guy wants to, he will. He's not going to care how he looks. Like if, what, if he wants to go after something, he's going to go after it and he doesn't care if like, you know, he took you out last night and he wants to text you the next day. He's not like texting his friends like, is it too soon to text her? Should I text her? What should I text her? Should I text her hi or should I text her hey? Like those are right. things that girls do. And I feel like guys just, they go after what they want. And if they want to, they will. And if they're not texting you, it's because they don't want to. Yeah, that's so true. Most of the time. Most of the time. Like obviously there's some external factors, but I do agree with that. I think that... um I'll never forget and like not to make this like about me at all but I remember that when Michael and I first met we were freshmen in college and he he told his so I guess he had just gotten out of a relationship like a few months before that like a really long-term relationship from high school and he told his family he was like I do not want a girlfriend for at least like two years mm -hmm. he was like I'm getting Invisalign I'm getting an internship <laughs> he's like I'm working on myself I'm gonna have fun with my friends in college like I am working on myself I'm not getting into a relationship and then him and I met and he was like he was like Shannon like as soon as I met you like I was like to boom done like I want to date this girl like that's it and Aww. I just thought those and, and like it's not to like toot my own horn at all because I don't think I did anything that special um especially because I was a drunken mess my freshman year of college but <laughs> I think lucky you now <laughs> um I think that like the moral of the story was he was like, I wasn't in a place where I wanted a relationship, but like I decided like when I met the girl, why wouldn't I do it? Like, I'm not going to pass up this opportunity. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like I've met guys before that, um, that I was talking to and they were like, Oh, like I'm not in a place for a relationship. And they didn't, um, try to make things work with me. And obviously that hurt like hell, but like, I just wasn't ultimately what they were looking for. You know what I mean? And they just didn't, right. Like if they weren't willing to commit to me, it wasn't about timing. It wasn't because they just got out of a relationship. It's just because like I wasn't, I wasn't it in that moment, right? You know. And I feel like so many girls take that so personally, but mm -hmm. they you shouldn't. Like there could be so many factors as to why he's not texting you, but you know I think proof is in the pudding. Like if you wait and you see how it plays out, you're going to see his intentions with you. If, if you don't text him first and you wait for him to text you, when, when is he texting you? What day of the week is he texting you? What time of day is he texting you? Right. Is, is he asking you, is he asking you to hang out the day of, or is he asking you a couple days in advance to hang out? Right. All those little things. I, when I was single, those were things that I, I mean, I overthink and I overanalyze everything <laughs> right. almost to an unhealthy amount. However, I think some girls are just so 
some definitely are like myself where they overthink and they're like, no, I'm not going to text him first. Like, da, 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 da. But then there are some girls who they don't think of those things and they ignore those red flags. They text him first or whatever. And then they're surprised when he ghosts them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, why are you really surprised? He hit you up at, you know, 10 p.m. on a on a Friday night. Like, guys, also are so bad at confrontation. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever watched Friends, but... Like there's some episodes where Chandler's talking to Jennifer or Jennifer Anderson's uh, Rachel's boss, and they go on a date together, and he like does not like her after the date, and he goes, "This was fun. We should do it again." And so then like Rachel's boss expects another date, obviously, and Rachel's like, "Oh my god, you have to go on a date with her," and he's like, "No, no, no. Like that's just what you say." Like he's like, "I told her I'd call, but like I won't call," but he ended up calling her because Rachel made him, and then he goes on a second date with her, and he's like trying not to say this is fun we should do it again but like he felt so pressured because he like felt so awkward that he ended up saying it anyways i feel like it's because guys are just like not confrontational so if you're talking to a guy and like you're always texting him first like can we hang out can we do this like the guy's probably gonna say yes he's probably gonna be like yeah "Yeah, like we'll hang out this weekend or like yeah sure but if he's actually not putting the effort in and not texting you first and not like making plans like he doesn't actually want to be there he's probably just doing it because he's like oh yeah whatever i'll do it but doesn't mean that he actually likes you i agree if he wanted to he would exactly exactly all right well We honestly have so much more that we want to dive into this topic and we'll save it for another episode because men are very interesting creatures. Yes. The the male mind is something that we will continue to explore for you guys. And never quite understand. Yeah, yeah, we will never quite understand, but we'll do our best for you guys and maybe next time we can convince our friends to come on. Yeah. risk it for the biscuit come on and you guys can hear it straight from their mouths absolutely what to do what not to do and why the hell is he not why is he not getting to you and i know on this episode we made it seem like it was all your fault and that was kind of intentional but we are going to be covering um in a future episode you know when it's his fault what he's doing wrong all the shit that's going on in his mind as well as um, you know, roles reverse things that guys do um, when they first start talking to a girl that turns girls off. So don't worry if you're a girl listening to this and you're like feeling personally victimized. I promise we will turn the tables around. Oh, um, yeah. Just some really quick stats before we end this. So, um, okay, so we put some polls up on our Instagram. I just wanted to share the results um, because we love getting you guys' feedback. We asked, so you've been going on a few dates with someone and you can tell that they're into you but it's not going anywhere. Do you tell them the truth or slowly stop answering? I just wanted to give everyone a kudos because 63% of people said that they would tell the truth and only 37% said that, um, you know, they would just stop answering, which I thought was kind of cool. I don't buy that for a second. Um, The next one, I don't want to take the next step with the person I'm seeing because um, 46% said commitment issues and 54% said not the right person. So pretty much half and half there, which kind of makes sense. And then the last one that kind of made me a little bit happy was the pandemic slash quarantine has, um, and 23% of people said made me settle, settle, and 77% said raised my standards. Ooh. which I think was cool because I was thinking Good about for you it. guys raising your standards right but it's like we spent all this time alone and I feel like the reason why you settle for someone is because you're scared of being alone but everyone's so had to be alone you've had to be alone because of quarantine so you're like oh hell yeah I kind of enjoy you know being by myself and you know walking around my apartment naked with no one to care about <laughs> and you're like I'm not going to get into a relationship unless the person's really great so I liked that wow I'm so proud of you guys growth 
Growth. Growth, health, wellness. I love that for you guys. Easy, breezy, beautiful. <laughs> Boston baddies. <laughs> Easy, breezy, beautiful baddies. Oh. What is that commercial, L'Oreal? Yeah. Or is it Maybelline? We're coming yeah, for maybe you. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Okay. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. That's a wrap for episode 22. Before you go, if you didn't already know, because we hit 2K on Instagram, we are doing a merch giveaway. Woo! You see this sweatshirt? Do you see it? It could be yours. You know, just go to our Instagram. It's very, very easy to enter to win. There'll be one lucky winner that we will announce this time, next week, next Wednesday. Um, while you're there, follow us if you if you don't. Mm-hmm. You have to, to to enter to win. Yes, absolutely. Go follow us there. See what's in for our merch giveaway. And then over the next few weeks, we have some really fun things, planned fun guests that mm-hmm. are going to be coming on. So thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. We will see you next week. And thank you so much for listening to episode 22. I don't know about you. Happy oh. 22. Happy single day, Miles. Go take lots of tequila. Make us proud. Ignore Shannon's horrible singing. We're never going to get a record deal now. Send us your pictures of you drinking tequila. <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. guys.